Hello, my name is Hanson Oak, and I want to tell you a story, but not my story. Not this time. In this series between seasons of The Recalling, as I work to wrap up a book or two while traveling, I invite you to reach out to me and tell me where you live. In turn, I'll tell you what stands just beyond the shadows. All you have to do is ask. This week's short episode is a true honor to share with my friend, Ricky Johnson. He asked me to tell him what I could about a place he once lived called Wenatchee, Washington. He shared with me stories he'd heard in his time living there of people who'd gone missing or were found with their life forcefully removed. Mr. Johnson also recalled how the natives, those who would know best after all, told him of sacred ground that had turned to cursed land after the Europeans had arrived. Most of the world's evils sit squarely on the shoulders of mankind without the aid of the others that live among us, though they're commonly scapegoated for it. In this case, there is a combination of things happening, of which I'll tell you one. In West Wenatchee, there is a place called Sage Hills. It is a beautiful patch of earth inviting residents and visitors alike to the outdoors with the wonderful systems of trails to wander in wonder of. Of course, as with most things or beauty like a rose, there's always a thorn and flowers are exactly the draw and the danger of this area. You see, the blooms that make the countryside so alluring in spring are not all flowers. Mixed in is a variety of what are known as the gravis fleurette, or the grave blooms, that are actually more fungus than flora. In the spring, when the sun warms the hills and the ground stir with life, these flowers, to play the word fast and loose, the grave blooms also bloom. But unlike other flowers that release pollen to the breeze and onto the fuzzy backside of bees, the fungus flowers release spores that carry on currents into the surrounding area, again, not so uncommon. But the spores are whispers of death, the callings to bring a feast, and the human physiology it speaks to cannot resist the call. That's when the killing begins. Susceptible to the spores, and thankfully it's not a large portion of the population that is, heeds the call by stalking and killing both man and beast, dismembering the bodies and bringing them to the hillside. They do so blindly, coldly, without word or warning or memory. The spores bond to the part of the prefrontal cortex, so the infected have no choice in the matter. The ground is neatly unzipped below the blooms, and the sacrifices are placed gently inside, if not lovingly, among the mycelium that they are then devoured by completely. If you'd like to learn more about me and the creatures I've encountered, listen to the first season of The Recalling, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to know what is living under your bed, just ask me in the comments or in Twitter, at Hanson Oak. Until next time, be careful. <laughs>